This episode of the Applegate Experience is brought to you by Boochafest. What the heck is Boochafest? Well, have you ever heard of water fasting? Well, I put a little twist on things and I'm calling it my own. Boochafest. Find out more information at Cherry Lane Associates or visit Boochafest.cafe today. Hello, friends, family, acquaintances. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, perhaps. Let's get this heat turned up, shall we? At 5.05 a.m. Wednesday, February the 13th, 2019. It's 36 degrees Fahrenheit. In this land I call Shangri-La. Some frozen precipitation has fallen over the past several days. A little bit of icing, one-tenth of an inch perhaps. Just take a moment to get that off my windshield and defrost it. Looking ahead, besides anticipating the usual 27 to 30 minute commute to my workplace. I want to thank you for joining me on this episode of the Applegate Experience. Fantastic experience that I am enduring. This wonderful journey of reinventing myself continues on day 108 of my water fast, now rebranded as a Bucha fast. I don't think anybody's ever used that phrase before, that term. So I've hashtagged it. And uh, people are asking me, what is this Bucha Fest? It's, it's just me putting a twist on something that I've been calling a water fest. But all the fanatics, as you know, have been trolling me and saying, you're not doing it right. It is not a water fest. You can't call it a water fest. Well... Call it whatever you want. I'm calling it working. And I'm winning. (laughs) So let me throw this sucker and drive and make my way down the Catactin Mountain Highway. And feel free to join me. I know a lot of you are visiting the podcast for the very first time as, you know, I'm getting things out there. I haven't done much of my YouTube content at all whatsoever. In fact, you know, I'm kind of glad that I'm taking a step back from doing the video format. And it allows me to focus a little bit more on this. And, you know, just reinventing myself. You know, I've reinvented my look, my appearance, my personality is pretty much the same, I would say. But my overall opinion on health and wellness has really whoa this guy's got ice flying off of his rooftop man alright that could have smashed my windshield even more (laughs) I got a crack in it as you may know following my other podcast episode so yeah I mean it's this 
outlook on things, this health and wellness kick, it's, it's here to stay. I've really got to stay focused on maintaining this effort. Otherwise, I'm just going to go back to where I was feeling overall pretty crappy. So I want to keep things G-rated in this episode. I'll, I'll keep the profanity to a minimum. But uh, for those of you who are just joining me, thank you so much for tuning in to this Applegate experience. But you know, make it your own. That, that's the intention, is for you to develop your own technique. And I think that's the, the reason for my successful weight loss is because I took a water fast concept that <clears throat> many will say uh, you know, is just quackery. And I put my twist on it, which is pretty much just consuming kombucha. Now, it's not gallons of this magnificent elixir. I would say about 24 ounces on average for the days in which I am water fasting. And today being the beginning, the first 24 hours of my next seven-day run, and as you may already know, that's the duration that I've been consistently going for seven months now. Eight months. Going on to eight months. March will be the eighth month of water fasting. Now, there was a, a brief period for about two, two to three weeks in the beginning of January, just after the new year, as I went about 14 days just eating regularly, healthily for the most part, but every seven days, seven days on, seven days off, and continued for 22 weeks from July until Thanksgiving feast. And then I went and I did 34 days straight. Now that was tough. I don't recommend it if you are serious about losing significant amounts of weight, work your way up to this point. So I, I want to go on and on about this, and I'm going to probably stick to this theme of weight loss for the majority of this podcast, because until it something else grabs my attention, until one of my other hobbies pops up and I become a fanatic about that, once again, I'm going to focus on this. So Cherry Lane Associates is me and my attempt of getting others involved in this effort, whether you are a professional in the healthcare field, a practitioner, a physician, a doctor, a chiropractor, you know, somebody who has already been going through the education and practice of, you know, physical therapy, perhaps, not only on the receiving end, but on the giving end. You, you are knowledgeable about these things. You already know that there is a total world of fanaticism that people really go off the deep end and, you know, transform their lives for the better. Physical fitness is one thing. I'm not so active when it comes to 
strength training, physical activity, and that was my detriment. It was to my detriment because for 15, 18 years, I didn't lead a physically active lifestyle. So the pounds began to gather. And I realized that in my a health, my health, a healthy alternative interview on January 19th, there was an interview with Chris James that uh, has not aired as of yet. And I don't know if he's going to put that on his YouTube channel. I did a live stream on his Facebook group for others to chime in and enjoy, you know, at least my side of the, the video. Now, the audio was also picked up, you know, from the speaker that I held in my hand for him speaking. So at least there was some type of communication there that's made it out with my story being told. <clears throat> but I realized that I didn't answer his first question. And Chris, I'm so sorry. I, I, I guess I'm just so full of myself that I just went in and started talking about my technique, the Applegate experience here. So his question was something along these lines, and he had asked me what led to my what led to my physical obese obesity, and it was just that I wasn't physically active, and. Over time, as things accumulate, just like if you don't dust your house, you know, there'll be a layer of dust that just accumulates. In fact, I brewed my kombucha on Sunday, and I have so many bottles of this stuff brewing now that it's, like, just piling up on my kitchen cabinets. Now, I've got a vaulted ceiling in the kitchen, so I have the space above the cabinets to put all these kombucha bottles and let them ferment during the second fermentation process for several weeks. And I wasn't, I, I was nearing the end of my brewing and the bottling process had, had wrapped up and I put the bottles on top of my kitchen cabinet uh, near the other end of the kitchen where I have not yet done so. So for the past 13 batches, that I've brewed since September, I've put the bottles and glass containers over the refrigerator and to the right-hand side of my kitchen. And I laid down some paper towels so that you know, any moisture can be absorbed for the immediate bottling process that wrapped up and I put them up there. So I went over to the other side of the sink in the opposite corner of the kitchen and the dusts, the, the dust that has gathered over the past three and a half, almost four years that these cabinets have been installed has piled up. And nobody goes up there to dust this, but there's a little bit of viscosity to the dust where, you know, the oils from the kitchen stove and the volatile aromatics that come off of the cooking surfaces has settled down 
onto the tops of these cabinets. And I did not address that right away. I was tired after eight hours of brewing. I bottled these things up. I'm done. I put them on the shelf. You know, the last dozen bottles I, I put over in the other corner. And I'm thinking to myself, man, I should give this a, a once-over. But there is some glass that was on the shelf, on the cabinet, that had broken at some point in time. And these were champagne one of the two champagne glasses that on our wedding day I had lettered with our initials in some chrome vinyl and the shards of glass were laying there and I was just picking them up one at a time and just putting them aside and I didn't realize that when we moved into this house and we put these champagne glasses up there with our wedding cake topper. I didn't realize there was going to be such such mess. You know, from the the oils from the stove, you know, evaporating and getting into the air and settling down. And I had no idea there was going to be any susceptibility to damage. And it's a, such a shame that know the glass had broken so here I am picking I'm standing on the counter with one foot near the sink you know, leaning over and I'm grabbing the bottles from my wife as she's handing them up to me and I'm thinking to myself man this, this is so unfortunate you know sentimental value obviously in many physical objects that we gather over the years but at some point for certain individuals and families you know, these objects that are accumulated over time build up in your lives and they gather dust and they just become fixtures in your life or piles of debris and I have an old friend, one of the oldest friends that I've, I have in my life, where I recall visiting his house for many, many years as a child and into my teenage years and thinking that this household is so cluttered, you can't even walk down the hallway without bumping into something. And to this day, I, it bothers me when I see a pile of something. I go into the basement to press my shirts and pants before I get to the office. And for the 20 minutes that I'm down there, getting down there, my observance of these things is at the forefront of my anxiety. And I think to myself, why, why do we have this? Why are these things accumulating? Why are there piles of stuff here and there? And George Carlin made a perfect example of this. When you buy a house, you'll, you want to make sure that it's big enough to hold all your stuff. And then when you have too much stuff, you put it into storage. <laughs> or you buy a bigger house to put more stuff. And the same thing applies to your body. 
over the years, fat deposits accumulate. And it, you get all this stuff that's holding you down, dragging you down. And it's detrimental. You're putting your heart through a tremendous amount of stress because it has so much more work to do. Why do that to yourself? Lighten up, literally. You know, if you, if you get to the point where you, you've got that little voice inside your head telling you, well, it's time to do something or that you should do something, just do it. Don't hold back. For the life of you, don't give up. Don't give in. It's so much easier just to open a bag of potato chips and down them and just repeat the activity time and time again. Fine. I indulged yesterday in a bag of chips. In fact, I finished off that bag of chips. I didn't overindulge the day before because I knew. I'm going to go another seven days. I'm going to keep some of the chips in this bag for when I get home from work. And that's exactly what I did. I got home. I opened the cabinet. I had a small portion of chips remaining in the bag. Wonderful jalapeno, salty jalapeno chips. They were kettle cooked, of all things. I mean, wonderful crunch. Fantastic texture and flavors. But you appreciate these things so much greater when you go through and deprive yourself of these luxuries. And that's what they are. They should not be enjoyed on a regular basis as part of your regular diet. So getting back to making things my own and putting my own twist on it, it should be as simple as that. Everything in moderation. But if it's going to work for you, then, then just do it. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. You know, if you're going to be attempting a water fast which is probably the most aggressive thing that you could possibly consider doing in your life for the best reasons out there. Lose the weight. Detoxify your life. You know, go to the Chinese buffet and just put enough on your plate to enjoy everything that they've got. You may only do a third of what they have on the menu or in the buffet stations. But again, you get back out to the buffet another day and then you can try the other things. Just don't go back four, five, six times and pile up the plate to where you feel sick. <laughs> there was a recent Casey Neistat video where him and his one of his oldest buddies, they went to the Super Bowl and they flew down and 
they went to this restaurant. It must have been, I don't know, Waffle House or something like that. And they don't ex- explain it to be, you know, full. You, when you go to the Waffle House, you eat until you're sick. <laughs> so don't don't do that. Don't overindulge and eat until you're sick because it it leads to sickness. Your your body reacts a certain way when it's exposed to something, something foreign, a toxin. But sometimes it's not overnight. One day you might wake up, you know, with a cough or a sneeze and just feel a little bit under the weather. Sure, your body and its immune system has a built-in defense. So you naturally are able to protect yourself against foreign pathogens. And a lot of that lies within your gut. And the gut health is so important. And there are no studies to really prove that kombucha is going to be healthy for your your overall lifestyle. But I tell you, to assist in your digestion, absolutely. Incorporate fermented foods. You can find a lot of these articles on my Facebook page, Cherry Lane Associates. And I share a lot of these news articles and health tips. It's mostly just me sharing existing publications. Because I like things simple and easy. I'm not developing a website where I'm monitoring and administering and getting involved in all this web development. I don't have time for that. Maybe at some point in time I'll have my own standalone websites for all these ridiculous hobbies that it seems take take a tremendous amount of my time. But the idea is to become knowledgeable about these things. When yesterday you may not have had any awareness that there was even a possibility of such a thing. A bucha fast. What the heck is a bucha fast? It's just incorporating this wonderful elixir into your water fasting routine. This intermittent fasting. Whether you go five days out of the week and fast another two, that's probably the most common and more acceptable schedules that people will follow. The 5-2 inter-IF. So, just look into it, will you? Follow Dr. Alan Goldhammer with True North Health and Jason Fung and you know, a whole slew of other folks who are out there pushing this information to you. It's just a matter of taking the time and educating yourself about it. Do it. Reinvent yourself. Get rid of all the excess in your life. At least minimize the majority of it. 
And that applies to not only food, but substance abuse. Uh, we are prescribed medications that wreak havoc. And there's one thing for sure in this healthcare industry that we are inundating ourselves on a daily basis is that they can guarantee you, your doctor can guarantee you with the prescriptions that they write dozens per year to fill up your medicine cabinet to promise you that you'll never get well. You'll remain sick for the rest of your life if you continue to take these prescription drugs and God forbid abuse them and take them to excess the higher higher than prescribed amount of your daily value with opioids and other medications that cause these side effects and you become addicted to the side effect the drowsiness the dizziness you're killing yourselves and it's a shame that we have to deal with this our loved ones our family our husbands and wives leave lead a a sickly lifestyle in secrecy and I'm no stranger to that It's very upsetting because people as close to you as humanly possible, you have given vows in sickness and in health. And more often than not, we are sick. I'm not going to cry about it. I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to change, I'm going to continue to change and morph into something greater. There comes an immense strength after enduring this journey. A tremendous amount of mental clarity, mental health that comes about. And these benefits of neglect and deprivation and avoidance of all the things that you've inundated your lifestyle for decades for the majority of your life I can guarantee that you will feel a euphoria and I'm going to be trying something new coming up. I will probably pick up some hydrogen peroxide in the next couple days and incorporate something unique into my distilled water. So stay tuned for that as it's something that I was investigating over the weekend. Hyperoxidation therapy, known as many other things. not hydrolyzed water as a lot of these waters on the market are 
branded but extra oxygen just taking a couple extra breaths there focus your breathing take some time to meditate yeah twice a day 20 minutes although it takes you at least 20 to 25 minutes to get into the zone I did it this morning you get into the zone and you feel wonderful increase your oxygen flow your body will thank you for it try out the bucha fast <laughs> water fasting is unique it's special and it's something that I highly recommend and as always this has been for your ears only I wish you all the best make sure you make it a great day and be well.